Hello, everybody. It's your host, Richie Bailey. It's High Performance Artist Podcast. You're listening to us, it, me, right now. I don't know what I'm saying, but we're jumping right into this amazing episode. I'm super pumped for this one. Um, I'm calling it Asymmetries. You didn't see what my hand was doing, as I said, asymmetries. But this episode of Spongebob, where he says, Imagination! And he does that little, you know, it's like his his hands went into the arc, both his hands, the arc of a rainbow. That's kind of what I did when I said, I'm calling this one asymmetries. You know? Anyway, you probably don't get it. So, today... We're going to be talking about asymmetries. What does that even mean? That's like a SAT word. Um, basically, it's when the output, in this instance, what we're talking about, right? The output of or the result of something is disproportionately bigger than the output. What did I just say? Let's try again take three <laughs> so when the the when we're doing dude what is going on today all right let's try again are you ready i'm ready all right cool an asymmetry is where the output is disproportionately bigger than the input and so the input and the output is not symmetric it's asymmetric what, what am i even talking about Basically, for instance, if I were to give you a dollar and you gave me a hundred dollars, that's an asymmetric exchange because I'm giving you one and instead of you just giving me one, which is a symmetric exchange, it's one to one, I give you one and you gave me a hundred. What we're talking about today on the High Performance Artist Podcasts, again, you are in the High Performance club and you're now a high performer because you're listening to this episode what's happening right now is that in life and in the universe and if you want to start talking about all that stuff but there's there's so many ways that we can start to get asymmetric results in our life by doing certain tiny small things right in the last episode, we we're talking about the self-image and why that's so important. Working on your self-image has an exponentially asymmetric result. That's a really massive sentence. But it has an, a, such an amazingly massive result in your life. Because once you change your self-image... Your goals seem to be much easier to achieve. Now, again, there are ways when you want, there are lots of ways in your life. Oh, it's starting to rain. I hope you can still hear me. I hope the rain chills out just for a bit. Please. Come on, rain. Don't do this. All right, I think we're gonna have to cut it. I'm gonna pause and I'm gonna 
head into a different studio which is this is the car studio we're talking about right now just chilling in the car but uh yeah i'm gonna head i'm gonna head on inside i'll be right back all right i don't remember where i left off but the self-image helps you it's it's like it's like adding like nitrous to a car right it's just it just makes things it's like adding 10 turbochargers to a car versus a car with like no turbochargers right that thing's slow this one has 10 that's like changing your self image to the one that you want to have to the one that serves you so these this is what we're going to be talking about here today about asymmetry is going to be actually i didn't even count these off let me see one two 10, 10 things in life that we can do that have asymmetrical results. 10 tips, 10 life hacks, if you want to call it, that we can start to employ in our lives that's going to start to produce some insane results once we can get them down. Fair warning, though. Getting all of these down at the same time is not going to be easy. I don't expect anyone to get all these done at the same time. But if you write all 10 of them down, you can start to work on them a little bit every day or in ways that fit you the best. I think this episode is, is a great episode to follow the one behind it because a lot of this that I'm going to be talking about now has a lot to do with your self-image and who you think you are and who you think you have to be to live your life. So let's jump right in. So the first one is drinking alcohol. I think a lot of people, um, and I do have a few of my, a, a few friends um, that, I, that I've had in the past that they don't necessarily, I wouldn't say they have a problem drinking, like a drinking problem per se, but they don't realize how much of their life revolves around drinking alcohol. Um, this is something that's very personal to a lot of people and it's for, you know, a few of, of my friends that actually, um, heavily reduced how much alcohol they had. They never realized how much of their life revolved around it. Um, and I don't have anything against drinking alcohol, but for anything that, you see that has some kind of a large effect on your life and that's the thing about it. it's going to be an awareness thing because if you're not aware of it it's never going to be an issue and i've never had an alcohol problem so i'm not going to be able to give you like the five signs that you might have a drinking problem i'm telling you youtube can probably help you if this is something you want to start to address within yourself but any sort of substance that you take is something that I personally believe should be monitored. And I'm talking any of the substances, whether it's smoking, drinking, the amount of sugar that you have, the amount of excessive, uh, the amount of like media that you consume. Because I have to remember as well, like all of these things are just completely hitting your dopamine centers and just completely draining you of something that was and has been used for hundreds of thousands of years to help us to be able to focus on the things 
that bring us the greatest, deepest pleasures in life. Not the surface pleasures, those deep pleasures of true feelings of accomplishment and success. Because drinking sugar feels good, but what feels better is having a hot bod, right? Is having a six-pack. Like, nothing feels better than that. If you want to be really honest with that, because you know you look good, and you know others know that you look good. And there's a deep sense of pride in in the amount of work that you have to do to actually attain a body or a figure that looks good. Number two is sleeping. And... Again, you you know from listening to your body, or if you're taking this advice here, you're going to start listening to your body. Generally recommended eight hours of sleep. Some people need a, a little less, like seven hours. Some people need a little more, like nine. You know what happens when you get five hours of sleep, six hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep. You already know which one is the perfect one. And so for you, if you know if it's seven hours of sleep and you're good to go and you're fine and you can think clearly all day, then getting the right amount of sleep is paramount. And again, nothing I'm saying here is going to be like, oh my God, he's he's inventing the a new way to live no it's it's nothing you will ever hear when it comes to improving yourself and becoming a better person is going to be new it's never going to be new nothing nobody will ever tell you something that's insanely revolutionary the true application of it is when you start to use it for yourself when you start to actually implement it on a consistent basis that helps to uplift and improve and move your life forward in a way that fits you in the most balanced and sustainable way. That's the ticket. That's a success. Not just doing it really well one day and then doing it not at all two days later. So the third thing, eating healthy vegetables, eating regularly, avoiding processed foods, avoiding high sugar and high salt foods, avoiding dairy. Most people on this planet are lactose intolerant. It's not just a race thing or a demographic thing or a country thing or anything. Like human beings did not evolve to drink cow's milk. Whether or not this is something that's, this might be new to you, you can look that up, but humans did not evolve to drink cow's milk. But it has been something that Um, has been pushed onto society for a very long time. But drinking cow's milk is not a natural thing, so to speak. You You can look that up. That's definitely a lot of information that I could say there, but you can look that up. Um, a, a, A ridiculously tiny fraction of the population actually can digest milk. Most people can't do that in in a healthy way. And um, what else can we do to eat healthy? Um, Processed foods, like I said, and, you know, eating in a way that makes you feel satiated, not overeating, but also not undereating as well. And I'm also not talking about like if you're purposely fasting for a very specific reason. Um, And I'm also not talking like if you're trying to purposely put on lean muscle mass, that's more into like health science and exercise science. But on a regular basis, having clean, green foods, having 
healthily sourced meats. It, it just fuels your body with the clean fuel that it needs, where the liver doesn't have to be filtering and extracting and, and just using up so much of your body's energy to take out that toxin, right? And I'm not a health nut. I'm not like, no, but it's like, it's, it's so interesting how easy it is to get labeled a health nut for having even the basic knowledge. Look, I know health nuts, all right? These people could probably list out the chemical composition of dairy and tell you specifically why it's bad for your body, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and, you know, which sort of, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. But the thing is, having a very, having even a general knowledge, and I'm going to recap this. Don't worry about, about, you know, me kind of giving more of an explanation on these things. I'm going to recap it so you can get an um, overview on it or you can do your own research um, and, and look at these things because they really do put you in a whole different category. And I'm going to explain to you why at the minute, at, at the end. Meditation. Now, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be that. Come on. Like we're we're in we're in 2020 now. <laughs> but a sort a time to deeply reflect on certain things. A time to have silence in your head as best of uh, that you can. That is something that 10, 20 minutes a day will make you more focused, more self-aware, more in control emotionally and logically. You'll make better decisions. It will increase your intelligence, by the way. It will increase your cognitive ability. All the things that that actually sustain a healthy self-image that puts you in that category of success, meaning you're thinking clearly, making better decisions, you think better about yourself and other people. Meditation helps with that because it gives you a moment to actually ground yourself as a person, as a being, as a human being on this planet, in the country that you're in, in the community that you're in, on the in the world that you're in. We're all as human beings. I'm not gonna go down this road, I promise. I'm just gonna just gonna look at the road, I'm gonna show you the road, and then we're gonna come right back on in. But there is a sense of power that comes from knowing your place in the universe and understanding that we're all in this together, in a way. The next thing that we're talking about is not caring what people think. The second you don't care about what people think, and, and what I mean is, we are bombarded with so many people's opinions that mostly don't matter. And I'm not talking about disregarding everyone, but I think we we know what we're taught, what I'm taught, you know what I mean. It's It's like a lot of us have so much of ourselves wrapped up in making sure that we look good and present ourselves and like always kind of like be like what society expects us to be right within reason within reason i'm not 
asking people to just like start walking around naked all of a sudden but you know <laughs> it's like i think most of our brain space would be freed up if we started to take some of that energy and pull it into ourselves start to pull it in and really start to use that energy to uplift our lives start to heal our wounds because we all have wounds and that a lot of those wounds are controlling us subconsciously what i'm saying is take some of that energy put it into yourself sixth point exercise and i think this was definitely something that i spoke of in season one when we're talking about the mental game of creativity exercise regulates your emotions it gives you more energy it gives you more mental sharpness it gives you more stability your body becomes stronger your mind becomes stronger and you're in a much more emotionally stable mood because exercising gets the blood flowing it increases your self-confidence regulates your hormones increases your metabolism so you can process food better there's just this infinite list infinite list it's called a keystone habit again this is stuff that it's more of an overview not going super super deep into it the seventh point reading books books are so they're insanely good somebody will spend five to ten years writing a book and you will know these books because they won't just have good reviews but they will be those books that have been around for 10 20 30 years that people say like this is the book that you need to read if you want to learn about x or y or z like if you want to know success mindset stuff think and grow rich has been around for ever if you want to know about the self-image stuff maxwell maltz's psychocybernetics has been around forever and is what a lot of like self-help movements are based on those two books and there's and of course there's more but it's like getting those books inside your head puts you completely separates you from the pack because now you are having that decade of research and knowledge and life experience in your head like think about it if you if you read 10 books that took the author 10 years to make you have over a hundred years of knowledge inside your head and you really have to start to think about these things like this is the kind of stuff that you want to start doing to inch your way away from mediocrity and pushing yourself just an inch at a time a percentage point at a time into a life of higher meaning one that fulfills both you and the people around you eighth point not watching the news <laughs> the news was designed from the ground up to do one thing and one thing only. And I would love to do a deep dive into this because people don't understand that the new watch the news with a more critical eye the next time that you do that. It is designed to activate a particular part of your brain that makes you think 
about fear and anger. Why? Because that makes you alert. That makes you want to pay attention. That makes you want to zone in to what's going on. That's what the news does. The news is a massively toxic source. No matter what the news tells you, it is designed to make you fearful of the other, the unknown. That's why the news is toxic. It's toxic and always will be. And this is why you have to learn to separate yourself from that noise. Because look at it. If you watch CNN, CNN is a 24-hour news cycle of fear and anger and just all sorts of things. I mean, I'm just naming CNN because they're the most popular. But I mean, if you watch any news source, um, you know, I don't know. I just know the most famous ones like, I don't know. Fox and ABC and, and CNN and stuff like those. Um, but it's always something that makes you want to be afraid of something to make you watch out. And you think, oh, well, you know, I want to I want to make sure I'm informed. I want to be I want to be informed. But think about this. What do you think would happen if you didn't watch the news for a month? Just say a month. Right. Just don't watch the news for a month. See what happens. Does your life improve? Or did your life get dramatically worse? Like I I dare you. To, I, I challenge you to just not watch the news or read news for one whole month. Don't talk about news. Don't talk about politics. If people try to talk about politics, don't. Just don't. Because 10 times out of 10, I've never been in a conversation about politics or heard people talk about politics. And everybody felt edified, positive, uplifted. They didn't feel like life had meaning and potential. They didn't see countless opportunities. They weren't grateful for all the things that they have. All those different things. This is not something that the news or politics and all that things encourages. It encourages fear and things like that. Second to last point, number nine. Letting go of social conventions. So many people expect you to always be online. What does that make you? It's like almost like you're somebody else's puppet, right? Like my phone, it lives on silent because it's like it, it's constantly buzzing and ringing and pinging and all these different things and all these different companies that want my attention. Why? Like the more of my attention they get, the more of your attention that they get is the less you have to accomplish your goals. If YouTube can have you watching five hours of videos per day, that makes their platform more valuable. If you have a hundred million people watching your platform for five hours a day, that makes your platform insanely valuable versus a hundred million people watching it for five minutes a day. That's two different companies with two different valuations. Every single second you spend on these platforms, on these social platforms, is enriching those people. Unless, to not come across as a boomer, but unless you have designed your social media use as a tool to enrich yourself. And as you start to think about that, you can start to envision ways of what that might look like. Because there's nothing wrong with trying to grow a following, with creating content, 
with interacting with um, the people in your community. There's nothing wrong with that. But there is something about the disempowerment of a person that spends countless hours zoning out to mindless material. Those are two completely different energies. And the last one is developing discipline. Having a burger or having a healthy meal. Eating more high sugary candy and chocolates and stuff like that. And drinking juice. Or drinking purified water. Staying home and reading a book and edifying your mind and expanding your consciousness or going out to a party and drinking, staying up until 2, 3, 4 a.m. Again, there is time for both. There is a balance for both. But you will always know which side of that balance you're on. Right? You don't have to get sucked in to what all these norms are telling you to do. Like going to bed on time or just running Netflix until 5 a.m. We have to learn to control our impulses, controlling ourselves. That's when we start to get unlimited power, to start to exert that kind of force to change the universe a small bit at a time. A lot of these things are simple. Controlling our substance intake, sleeping, getting the right amount of sleep, eating healthy, taking time to reflect and meditate, not caring what people think all the time, getting good exercise, reading books, staying away from the news and politics and, and arguments and drama, letting go of social conventions, like these things that people just expect you to do, like... Bro, you going to the game? Yeah, we're going to the game. Oh, yeah, you're going to come drink with us and party until 2 or 3 a.m. every weekend? Oh, yeah, of course, man. Oh, yeah, bro, 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 bro. <laughs> it's like, again, there is, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying a balance. I'm just saying, where is the edification of your life? How do we improve? And you think, well, what does this have all to do with creativity? What does that have all to do with art? Tell me how to be more creative and how to be more successful. Do you think you would be more creative if you had all these things under control? The whole ethos is your body is what produces your creativity. And if you have no idea how your body works or how the human body works and how to tune that to something that benefits you and how to tune your mind and have it and, and be able to extract good experiences from the world and how to take out all the bad negative emotions out of you how are you going to produce good work sustainably for a year five years 10 20 years i mean if you're in the whole creative field for a hobby and you, you know you just scribble something every once in a while or you just write a sentence i mean if this is just kind of something you're just like Meh, whatever then sure this isn't for you or if you're if, if you're not interested in living a life above where you're at right now, then no, this isn't for you. Doing all of these things isn't for you. 
but more than likely you've been listening to this because you're not in that category. You're searching for another level, another step, just another percentage point on how to do something a little bit better and how to have more peace, actual peace, actual serenity in your life. And you're not looking for the hustle porn that's happening right now. Go on YouTube. There is an endless list of hustle porn. You might not know what that means. It's like the no sleep. We're going to work all night, wake up at 3 a.m. and just win, 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 win. And I'm going to work, work, work. I don't need sleep. That's hustle porn. That's destructive. It's unsustainable. It turns you into a zombie. You don't cre- That's not good energy at all. And even though it looks cool, it's it's something that is it it's not real. It looks really cool on camera or on audio, you know, but these people don't live that way. It's just something to pump the the um the crowd up. Like do you really think that person gets four hours of sleep every single day? Probably not. Like most of these guys are millionaires. <laughs> they're they're sleeping pretty well, right? Some of them are a bit more extreme, yeah. Some of them probably need less sleep than others. I knew someone that needed like four hours of rest a night. Some people are born like that. But those are extremely rare people. You probably only ever meet one in your entire life or none at all. So, substance. Controlling your substances. Sleeping. Eating healthy. Meditation. Not caring what people think. Exercise. Reading books. Not watching the news. Getting into politics. Getting into drama. Letting go of social conventions and developing discipline. These are the 10 things. These are the asymmetrical things that if you were to even apply one of them, you would start to see incredible results in your life. Thanks for listening to The High Performance Artist. This is Richard Bailey. I'll talk to you real soon.